I don't know how we're going to contain it this week. I mean, I've never felt more energized on a Monday. It's NADA week. We're going to talk all about it and a shift in sales and retailers leading the way with some really fun ideas today. Like, this feels like, this feels like the Monday of Mondays to me. Like, okay, Christmas, New Year's, those are good weeks and everything. But like the Eagles one, the Bengals one. I'm thinking about that. And it's NADA show week. Like, let's go. If you don't know, Kyle is a Bengals fan, grew up in Ohio or spent a lot of his youth in Ohio. I'm an Eagles fan if you haven't heard that yet. Um, but we are like one game away each from having an Eagles Bengals Super Bowl, which would be amazing. Oh the only thing that I lament over is that we won't be able to watch it together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because Syracuse and Nashville don't have one direct flights yet. Not, well, they Jerks. do, but it's a thing. They do, but, but, but it's a thing. Well. It's a thing. Well, I'll be watching the championship <laughs> game in the airport at NADA. Um, hey, look, it is NADA week. You're going to hear us talking all about it. We're going to talk about why it's important, um, but we got three days. Wednesday is the, okay. I mean, Thursday is actually kind of the kickoff. We're landing. Right. We'll be there on Wednesday. Um, we got some trouble to make with Michael Cirillo when we land. We made him pick us up from the airport. So uh, he got that job. <laughs> <laughs> but but we thought like for the, for the show today, because you're going to hear a lot about it. And uh, we mm-hmm. thought it would be good to like, let's talk about the schedule and what we're doing. And let's talk about why NADA is important. First and foremost, you need to go to a so to NADA.com because we know that everybody can't go. Actually, most of you can't go. Only 25, 30,000 people are going to be there. And as you know, there's like a couple million in the greater retail organization. Meaning majority of people are going to be home. But we still think it's super important that everyone is understands what's going on, that you are able to get uh, a feel for what's going on and why and hear and see a lot of the things that are going on. So we are bringing a big team, like 15 people. We are going to give you the most comprehensive NADA show coverage from the floor, right? There's going to be lots of articles and yep. stuff everywhere. We're going to be on the floor, full schedule of live streams, lots of content across our social uh, profiles. Our daily email is going to have some summaries in it. Um, so bottom line is, you don't have to be left out of NADA any longer. <laughs> yeah, and and I think the question there, and you kind of, you posed this right at the beginning, is why do I not want to be left out of NADA? Yep. And I think that that's a, that's a really kind of important level set for us because, yeah, NADA, tons of parties, engagement, being with people. There, There's an element to just simply being with others in, their, in the industry that helps you recognize like, oh, they're doing this thing across the United States Similar to me, maybe a little bit different. There's that like rubbing shoulders with people, mm-hmm. but I think it goes a layer deeper. For and sure. that's what I'm really, that, that's what I, I think we're hoping to bring that energy, that layer deeper, because when you're with people that are, that are headed in the same general direction, there's not just the rubbing shoulders and the parties and the hanging out, but there's like these unique, it's, it's like a, it's like a massive water cooler moment for the industry. And I think what's interesting is like, a lot of people come to events hoping, hoping, especially industry partners, hoping to go, this is what I have to offer. And I think what the actual bigger benefit is if everybody comes and says, what do you have to offer? What happens on the other side of that is probably a lot more inventive and innovative than anything that would be heading into it, right? So yeah. there's actually production out of being together instead of just, you know, an acceptance of someone else's like ability to convert or 
or or you know productize something or or share their the way that they do things but there's actually an invention out of the conversation and i think that that's what like we're hoping to bring to the larger ecosystem of auto without a doubt i mean if you if you're new and i i know our audience has a lot of um newer folks to automotive right so we want to tell you for a second nada is just the largest show in the year but it's it's where everybody like Dealers, uh, there are going to be thousands and thousands of dealers there. There's going to be the biggest trade show floor, which means all the industry partners or a big majority of the industry partners are going to be there. There is a, a robust education uh, day and a half where some of the thought leaders in the industry are going to be teaching on topics and spurring discussion. The OEMs are going to be there. So yep. all of the manufacturers are there and they have a lot of what they would call make meetings, which is, you know, like a make, like Subaru is a make of a vehicle. So they would, all the Subaru dealers will get together in one room with the CEO and the executives and they talk about their plans and they talk about, you know, like some new technologies. Press isn't allowed in those meetings, so we won't be in those meetings, but we'll be talking to a lot of dealers. And so this is, you know, on social media, you'll see a lot of pictures of like, hey, group selfies, hey, here's a party. But don't be mistaken. It is so much more than that, actually. It is like Kyle just said. It's the moment where people, you know, he said a water cooler moment where people kind of just gather around and just kind of talk about what they're seeing, how they're feeling, what they saw, like how things can work together. So it's super important. Here's a quick schedule. Uh, a lot of people show up, especially vendors on Wednesday. Thursday, there are three big uh, forums. Uh, JD Power is probably the largest, the JD Power event. Kyle's going to be covering that on the ground. Uh, the Automotive News Retail Forum, again, another group of very high level, all the high level conversations and like these mini events go on on Thursday. There's another one called Auto Team America. Uh, I'll be covering that with part of our team. And so we're going to bring you like a variety from all yeah, of And then the fourth, uh, the AWA Awards, the PASH event. So there's like four big oh, events man. happening that you could just bounce around uh, all day at uh, and AWA. On, on yeah, so like JD Power starts in the morning. Uh, Auto Team America starts in the morning. Retail Forum starts at noon. AWA is cool because it's an evening event, right? Yep. So even if you go to some of the other ones, you can still get to the AWA event um, and still t get tickets. And that, that's probably like one of the most personal ones to go to, I would say, the AWA for sure. Um, yep. So uh, Friday is the ribbon cutting. Friday morning, trade show floor opens, education begins, and that thing is just going to go off uh, like a bang, lots of people in there. Well, Thursday night, there's a party, then a DA party with the Armadillo. <laughs> we, we, had, we had this conversation. We were like, last year, they had a whole bunch of, like, there's this big drum line, neon lights, the whole nine yards. We were like, what are they going to do this year? Cowboys oh, on horseback. Horseback. <laughs> horseback right into the show floor. They're not probably not going to do that, but that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Be the so original good. horsepower. Uh, Saturday is kind of more of the same. Uh, Saturday is the only full, full day, start to finish, of the show. And... um and so Saturday is going to be full of, again, lots of trade show, lots of main, they call them super sessions where they bring in some celebrities to talk, but they also award the new time dealer of the year award, which is a lot of fun. Uh, they pass the yep. torch to the new uh, chairman of the NADA. And uh, then Sunday, everyone's kind of just dragging themselves back together and back to the airport. So that's how that works out. So, <laughs> so if you go to it. Everyone's tracked. If you go to, we'll, we'll be, we'll be, you know, that's right. Like oh, everybody's that's, like, everybody's like, yep. Yep. Hey, a little pro tip. If you're going bring chapstick because last year, for some reason at the convention center, I don't know. It was the driest air ever. Granted we were in Las Vegas. So it was the desert. Um, but it was hilarious, dude. My lips were so chapped, but you walk around and everybody's lips were so chapped. 
So I'm actually packing chapstick. So um, yeah, there's the schedule. If you go to a SOTU NADA or link up in the show notes, you will see our full schedule and also follow the social profiles. Follow us on LinkedIn. Check us out on Instagram because we're going to be doing stories on the ground. It's not just Kyle and I. We have our whole team dispersed and we're just going to bring you as much of that as we can. Uh, We're going to try to pretend we are industry veterans. Speaking of industry veterans, ah, had a stretch for that a minute. All right, this is I a mean, fun one. You know, it works. It works. Twelve to seventeen years, like that's pretty strong. We'll call that. Lie. I'll call that a venture. <laughs> Combined, we have seven hundred and sixty-five years of experience. I love when companies say that. Actually, I hate it. I hate it. Like maybe so just have seven hundred and sixty-five new people. There you go. So uh, industry veterans, lead story in automotive news this morning. Industry veterans are sounding off on a quickly evolving, uh, quickly evolving changes to the sales process, namely a return to selling as the effects of uh, the growing inventory are actually starting to set. And Kyle, we've talked about this uh, many times over the last 60 days. It's coming up in this article here. And basically the point is this. We're getting calls from our dealers, some of the ones we consult with, or just some of the ones we're friends with. And we're like, my salesmen have forgotten how to sell. Right, because largely yeah. when inventory was low, you would win a deal just basically on merits of having the vehicle in stock. And even when the vehicle is in stock, when the person's like, okay, I'm gonna buy this, they actually bought it according to just like the laid out terms, conditions, pricing, and all that. There was no negotiation. It was just basically order taking. Now that inventory is coming up, I had one dealer say to me, somebody said this to one of my new salesmen, they said, oh, I have to go home. I have to talk to my husband about this or my spouse about this. I don't know what it was. And and the salesperson was shocked. Like, what? Shocked. What? Put back. Okay, so here's, l- let me just say this. Like, I mean, I was a salesperson once, right? And Once a salesperson. I, once a salesperson, <laughs> always a yeah. salesperson, right? And sometimes we forget, like, there's another person on the other side of this, this counter that's the salesperson that if they pay attention to any level of industry news, they're just getting told that they've stopped learning how to sell. Now, I'm guessing most of the ones that are paying attention to some sort of industry news are not the ones that, no, that most of these consultants are are, are, are talking about. Yep. But I would say like to the salesperson generation, if you're listening or if you're watching the news or if you're engaged with any of this, recognize that like this is a massive opportunity to prove your value and to prove your, your ability to self-regulate your training oh, that's cool. and and to and to grow quickly because like if there is this it's it's like this critical moment that dealers as a whole had at the beginning of the pandemic or when inventory uh, hit when like the ones that were dialed in sprung forward and so i i'm looking at this as like the opportunity for the savvy salespeople, the ones that have dug in, the ones that haven't forgot to sell, that have done social media, that have engaged with uh, training on on new products, that they actually have the opportunity to spring forward. And not just that, but pull others along, yes. right? Communicate to your teammates, like what the importance and the value of training and learning and understanding the moves in the market. Because if we do that, like we don't have to have this, you know, three, not, you know, six, nine month kind of lull where it's like, Oh, everybody doesn't know what to do. Yeah, and, no don't, and we don't need to rely on like the training manager or the lead manager to, to get you ahead, like take it upon yourself. And I think that that's, that's like my encouragement in all that's of this, great. because I understand like as general managers, as general sales managers, as even service advisors that are looking at their service teams, kind of like in a new ecosystem, 
that we're going to, that those people, that those leaders are going to commit to training, I think more and more over the next year in, in, in these dealerships. But my encouragement is to the salespeople to not just like wait for that to come to you. You, you know, know, I do know. And as you're saying that, like, yes, whenever there's a transition, huge opportunity for the people who are going to lean into it. We also, if you think about it, it has been a, a largely negotiationless uh, period of time for dealers, especially in the new car realm. We have an opportunity yep. to reset the expectations of a sales process. Let's go. Right? The, the time is not like going through a couple of the people in, in this article. You should click on it and go check it out. Uh, it's like a it's like a friends and family list for a soda. We got Adam Robertson, Adam Robinson, Daniel Gover, uh, David Kane, all taking a little bit of a different perspective. Some talking about uh, the retention rate has been as good as it's been since NADA started measuring it. It's down to like 34 yep. percent turnover rate, um, you know, but they were talking about the new salespeople don't know how hard it was. And like you said. Like, you know, oh, you're telling stories about what we actually have to do. We actually have to work. Kyle, I think you're, you're right on the money. Like flipping the script on that and be like, here's how we serve people better. Let's pay attention to what's going on in the industry. Let's yep. empathize better. Let's understand better um, and and move forward with that. Like, this is a real big opportunity. Let's stop talking about the Absolutely. fact it's going to be hard. Everything that's worth it is hard. Let's go. Like retail. Speaking of retail. Got to go. Got to keep moving. Got to go. Got to go. All right. This is a two-part Last story. And for our last story, we could tell you something about Hertz's EV partnership in Denver or Tesla superchargers being rolled out for everyone. But no, we're not going to do that. We think it's more helpful to start the week out by talking about what some progressive retailers are doing outside automotive industry because we feel like this has so much potential inside mm. automotive. I'll hit the first one, Kyle. I know you love the second one, so we're going to give you the second one. Um, this week at the NRF Big Show, that's the National Retail Federation show. It's like the NADA for retail. Sean Wilkinson, e-com director, our program manager for Dick's Sporting Goods, talked about how he led their e-com department to launch a project of customizing emails to match the interests of people who were browsing, a.k.a intentional personalization something we've been talking about a lot something the trend is going that way i did the little poll on retail wire who thinks it's like 80 percent of the retailers feel like personalization is going to be a massive part of success so basically what he did is that when when someone was browsing on the site or someone interacted with them in some way they would get a really kind of general email that because they were browsing the new they sent them an email it was kind of general it kind of sucked no one responded to it he said well let's see what is what's going to work? So basically, he launched an internal initiative called Art of the Possible, which he said, we're going to be scrappy. He branded his internal initiative. And basically what he said is like, we have 30 days to test stuff, test it small scale. It doesn't have, a, have to be a big grand thing. He, and he said, micro test. And the goal yes. of it, listen to this, is to get cross-functional buy-in within the enterprise. Let's get the other departments involved and get them to say, yeah, that works. So then they support it. And then he had, actually had a little mission statement for this, and he just set some basic KPIs to measure, and they just started testing, and it was hugely successful. So basically, so like- So you mean, so what you're trying to tell me is that internal branding <laughs> and commitment to so a vision in this translates to external efficiency and customer engagement. Oh, yes. Can I someone do. put that on a shirt? I know that's a little bit too long, but that's like, that's- <laughs> If I'm you put so... that on a shirt, people would probably read it because it would be so many words on a shirt. I'm like, what, like is this what is in, happening on this What is this, this important run-on <laughs> sentence on this man's shirt? I need to read it. <laughs> No, no, this is this is huge. Well, because one, I love this is this is what I love. And I, I, I talk about it, you know, and we talk about it in terms of levers a lot. And like 
pulling little tiny levers, micro moments, micro changes with measurable um, outcomes and like understanding these things on a micro can can then expand to macro, especially if you can get buy-in from the team. So like wholesale changes are sometimes good, but I think that the better changes come from like micro tests that are then, you know, raised to the organization yep. to produce efficiency externally. And, and it's like, dialed in from just a, a business mindset. And there's every single vertical can take that one to heart. Fail fast, fail fast. Well, speaking, I don't know. I can't say speaking, speaking of trying new things. Stop. Trying new it's things. In, in the middle of a story segue. Go ahead, Kyle. Talk about, talk about Lowe's for a minute. So Lowe's is about to be the next desired location for your kid's next birthday party. They are trying their new build a birthday concept and may, may or may not have stole that from someone uh, at 10 locations in Arizona, California, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Utah. Um, basically what they're doing is if you've seen Lowe's, they've had this Saturday workshop program for a long time, but now they're moving it into the kids zone. So they're taking uh, kids as young as five and parties of up to 20. Basically, they're going to provide everything, the pizza, the drinks, the whole nine yards, t-shirts, water bottles, backpacks. So this whole like birthday experience to do some building, to do home improvement, to to get the buy-in on home improvement early at a at a young age, and I like, I, we could go for another twenty-two minutes. We could. I mean, it does it does so many things. Number one, it gives you something creative to do with kids on a birthday, and they have the Saturday workshops where they set it up and you make a little race car, or a little house, or something like that. Yep. But they partner with Domino's, so like, oh, here's the party packages, so you can just get your pizza and stuff delivered. They. Like kids love to do stuff with their hands. They kind of love to go in the big store. They get the, and Lowe's is just like, oh, recording the next generation of consumers. And I, of course, Absolutely. Kyle, you and I always think about this to dealer. Like, how do we tie this back to automotive? It's like, imagine this is a straight line. Imagine if kids <laughs> thought the car dealership was a cool place to be. Like, imagine that. Unbelievable. You took care of the parents. Like, yo, parents, we got, we know how to throw a party around here, right? Right. We're going to have pizza. Like, talk, come on now. Like how much, how like, much space is it? Like kids would like love cars and big things and tools and things that move at like, it just seems like a real ground ball. I hope Patrick A. Imagine, is listening to can this. Can you imagine? I like, can. just a, oh, I can so imagine this. This is, I wish I would have thought of this back when I was at dealerships because this is an unbelievable idea. And if anyone wants to just jam with us, you can hit us at Kyle at a and yes, Paul at a right. And we'll hang out and talk all about this all day. How because can we get a dealer I, we to actually dreams. do this? Yeah. And like, look, the kids are going to come in. You're going to park all the minivans in the front row and everyone drives in and you're going to sell some cars. <laughs> and you're going to make some kids real happy and have a lot of fun. So that's all the time we have for fun today. We got a lot of NADA show prep. We're leaving in just a couple days. Go to asotunada.com. Check it out. Follow the socials because we're not going anywhere without you. You get to come with us.